This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the Sunday special episode of the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana, in our brand new studio. It is like we just taped the Wednesday episode and we were just talking what it's like. We're back, baby. I mean, if you're not sharing this podcast now, that episode, straight fire. That was that was it. That's the kids covered it all. We really covered it all. There were tears. There were laughs. There was a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> um, so yeah, today is the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Jared, how is? I'm um, happy Thanksgiving. I'm Same sh- to you. What did you do? Um, I was with my parents in Florida. Florida Thanksgiving is very different for me as a as a person who's from the Northeast, like you. Like mm-hmm. I'm used to like New England fall, right. like. There's even snow. Cozy vibes. Cozy vibes. You go to Florida. So I was with my parents in Florida. I I mean, I'm I'm not there. I haven't done this yet, but I'm assuming. This is a pre-record. So I'm assuming I, you know, you go and you're a little bit more active. You can understand why people stay in like kind of better shape in that area of the country. You see your bodies the whole year. Yes. And I like, I I go swimming. Mm -hmm. I'll go to the beach. You know, it's just like. My dad will bring the leftover turkey leg to the beach and eat it like he's a wow. a king of some sort okay. at King Arthur's court. Um, and yeah, we and we do king it. Jerry. Up. King Jerry, yes. yeah. So it's um. But then I come back. I, I like I love a holiday post holiday weekend in the city. Mm-hmm. So I I generally do shows. So you're back. So I would be back. My plan is to go there leading into Thanksgiving. I I think anything. After the holiday becomes too much. I like doing the holiday. And then leave right away. Get the fuck out. Yes. It's time to go. We've done it. It's over. Like, I loved that Halloween was on a Sunday this year. Yes. Because it was all the lead up. And then it's done. Done. That's it. There it is. Yeah. No. Well, it was on Thursday. No ambiguous. So we're doing Sunday. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't. No, 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 totally no. agree. It, it makes it all. Because it, it's kind of like when you drag it out, it makes the whole thing worse. My dad growing up used to always say, you can never repeat. Right. So he, you don't go to the same vacation spot twice. No, right? you okay. don't try and have the same experience twice. And a lot but, of the post holiday days feel like you're trying to like, well, let's do, you know, the, the, the gobbler sandwich and repeat the leftovers from the night before. It's like, no, get away from me. I've seen the, enough of you. The Freeds are very anti-tradition. Hate a tradition. We do things once <laughs> and then we never do them again. Never again. It's over. We did it. Fine. So okay. I'll jump on a Friday, probably morning-ish flight or maybe afternoon, and then come back here and do, like, city shows. And, like, I do this for, like, Christmas. Mm-hmm. I love a city Christmas, New York City Christmas best time. Best place to be. The best place to be. It is so great. Um, what will you do for Thanksgiving? What This is a married Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't, we really don't know because we're uh, we're going to be getting married the weekend before. Yes. And we're kind of just like, we're just going to. Do whatever we feel like. Maybe we'll go somewhere. 
this one of our right. parents maybe we won't we like haven't thought about it at all because you don't have to you all the family stuff again you've done thanksgiving is your wedding is kind of yeah a version of thanksgiving it's getting together we've already seen everyone yeah I, i'm, I'm like you. okay <laughs> like i've already seen everyone we've eaten together we've had a long weekend together i think we're gonna you could do like a mini moon we're, do, uh, like we're, a, yeah. uh, you, we're doing uh, a few days in Mexico, so we get back the day before Thanksgiving. I like how I'm planning your yeah, mini moon as like, if that would be like, oh, you know what? I should. <laughs> like yeah. as if you haven't thought about this already. You know, a mini moon sounds good. I, I don't know. Go to like, you know. My go travel north, agent north, here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go yeah. to like, uh, you know, whatever the, the what's the name of the t- Hudson? Yeah. Uh, so we get back the day before <laughs> Thanksgiving. So we're just going to feel it out. Yeah, but I don't blame you. I'm sure it's fine. I hate Thanksgiving. I know that. Actually, you know what I'm going to be doing? This? I'm just going to be eating so much because my wedding's over. Oh, yeah. It's going to be just like the best Thanksgiving ever. You got them locked in. Right? Time to, time time to, to pack really it let, it, <laughs> let it loose. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, um, trapped. Trapped them. Yes. Got you, bitch. And then you're eating a whole pumpkin pie. Um, yes. Yeah, listen, by this time, listen, the post-wedding episode isn't here yet. It hasn't will, happened. I've not. Well, as of this recording, I'm not married yet. Not married. So Jared Freed's post wedding <laughs> scream. Uh, scream will be will be heard by all on this podcast. Do not worry. I will not let you down. I will have notes. I will have reactions. Right. I will have uh, things to say. I'm sure. But I'm super excited to hit the beaches and go to Mexico and do all that stuff. I'm very excited as well. And we will, we'll have the whole breakdown after, but and to any of the people like th- this is an episode that people should share. I, I, I know this preamble might not be good for the newbies, um, <laughs> but I'm Jared free. This is Jordana Abraham. Yes. She just got, or are we going, what are we doing with the name? Um, I might, oh, fuck. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, we'll might do both. I might do both. I might do both. No hyphen. Just like, I'm going to put both on Instagram. I'll probably introduce, I think I'm going to still say Jordana Abraham professionally. Mm. And then if someone wants to call me that, I won't care. It'll kind of be like, choose whatever you want to call me. I don't don't really care. Um, Listen, I love it. I, I, I was interested in that. You know, then there's like this, like, you know, I like to see how quickly the wives change the it's t- weird. the height yeah. you know that, that they're like, ready to it's go the next day and they're just like the name is gone like it never existed I, and i'm kind of like this was your entire identity i'm like i'm 32 this has been my identity <laughs> for 32 years i've been who i'm like i'm it feels i'm like not re- i'm i'm like okay with the idea of it but i'm not like oh my god i got to get rid of this name immediately i hear you i i mean it's some of the people who get married it's as if they had it set on their instagram <laughs> for 1201 right. you know like it's like a youtube video dropping like it's yeah it's and i make fun of those people so i'm like yeah. what is the amount of time that i should definitely wait so that i'm not becoming the person i've made fun of but it's i actually do think it's it's very strange when it happens immediately i'm going to have to like Toy around with yeah, that. no, I there's a lot of decisions to be made. But, but listen, people listening, um, we want new listeners I'll, always. Uh, the Sunday special is the perfect way to share with someone new because we do one email. We got um, some screenshots in front of us, so we're gonna read through some screenshots. It's always a favorite of people here, and so we're gonna read the email and give some you know some perspective. So please share if this has something to do with someone you're dealing with or someone you know. That's the person to send it to. This is a group chat shareable link, and exactly. we have a live show December eighth, Town Hall. 
It is fun for the whole group chat family. Anyone could come and have a good time. I do believe that. The energy is going to be so great. The energy is great right here in this podcast room. And now imagine that with 1,400 people um, watching us do our thing and also participating. And submit your dating app makeover. Submit a text conversation that you had that was weird over Thanksgiving. If you're coming to the show, because I know you had some weird texts over this holiday break, some weird happy Thanksgivings. Um, oh, yeah. The love a happy Thanksgiving from God. Exactly. Hey, help the families. Well, uh, you don't know my family. You know my vagina more than your family. Right. Like, and like, the happy Thanksgiving text is very like, what am I supposed to say? Fuck you to that. But like, <laughs> it's also, do you know what? It's very loaded. It um, is. It's like the wolf in sheep's clothing text. Hey, um, happy Thanksgiving. Your last text is like, fuck you. Right. You know, <laughs> just wanted to say happy Thanksgiving. It's like, I know it's been some time. I know we had some tries and tribs, but just wanted to say happy Thanksgiving. Classic. To y- you and yours. Classic. Well, yeah. you and yours actually <laughs> toss that in. Anyway, bring, send us your screenshots. We'll bring you on stage. Yeah. We'll go through it all. And then also, you know, fuck boy or not. To, Text us about your scenario. We're going to, it's going to be such a fun show. I'm so excited. On the subjects of fuck boys, uh, should we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, hold on. Before you go, other shows for me, Phoenix, Arizona, and St. Louis. I'll be, that's it, St. Louis. I'm doing New New Year's Year's in St. Louis. What a great way to not speak to your relatives. Bring them, I speak to them for you. Yes, and then get the hell out the next day, as we just discussed. First flight out. All right. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on 
on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code podcast15. Hi, Jordana and Jared. I recently got a Venmo request for $100 in response to a brief fuckboy fuck girl moment I had. I accept my part in not responding to him, but I wanted your thoughts. I went on two dates with this guy. We can call him Nick. I was somewhat interested enough to go on the two dates and make out a bit, but he was a bit aggressive, already suggesting going back to his place at the end of the first date. I politely declined and he accepted that and dinner at his place for the second date. I don't like uh, that. Yeah, that's not the move. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> hey, want to come back? No, Cheap. I'm good. Uh, yeah. uh, dinner at my place then? Get you closer to the bed? I'll make my famous <laughs> spaghetti with marinara. <laughs> um... <laughs> Like I, I, when you say he was a bit aggressive, suggesting to go back, and then he's like, "Okay, so next date, I'm thinking uh, my place. my place. <laughs> uh, bring your PJs, you know. Like I don't know. It's like I had to back to. Well, she, uh, she's also you know an experienced dater. Clearly, mm-hmm. um, I had to backtrack and suggested a restaurant. To which he replied, "You don't trust my cooking? No, I don't trust your penis. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a." Uh, uh, Penne bolognese with the side of my penis. Um, Want these meatballs? <laughs> but, but he finally agreed. So he finally agreed. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we go on the second finally. date. Oh, okay. <laughs> if I have to leave the house. We go on the second date and it ends up being much larger bill than I expected. $200. That sounds like. A 200% markup on the at-home cooking day. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) to say the least. Um, The bill comes and I offer my card as I always do. Sure, it's nice occasionally when a guy firmly says, I've got it, but I'm always prepared to pay my way. that's, That's the best attitude, I think. Yeah, I agree. It's a pretty good date, and we even had a discussion about me wanting to take it slow, which he seemed okay with. I'm still, I'm still interested in, in him enough at this point that when he decides to split the meal and says, don't worry about it, you can get the next one because we should go out again, yeah? I honestly I honestly agree, and we kiss goodnight. Honestly, if I'm uh, to, to interject here, sure. it's a great way to put it. That's a, that's a positive. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, he, he it, to me, that's him being like, I'm I the understand wo- the standard. I get it. I'm the wolf, but I'm, and you've said no to the wolf. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I'm going to be a polite wolf and hey, we should do this again. Now I'm starting, again, accept the standard. Right. It's like he's speaking your language. Now he could be speaking that language to deceive you. Yeah. 
he could, you know, again, he could be like, I'll get the next one. Or you get the next one. And it's like, pick up the wine. You're coming over. You know, like it could be that. <laughs> But, you know, take him at his word for now. At least for now, yeah. Next, he's gotten to the next round. Mm. Sure. Fast forward. We text a little bit for about two weeks after the date. He says a few flirty but borderline pushy things here and there, like, I had a good time. We may need a longer makeout session, though. Okay. Excuse me. Pushy? Would you call that pushy? I think that one's fine. It's not like, I had a great time. Next time, we better fuck. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> because... <laughs> that would be pushy. Because <laughs> her saying he was a bit aggressive, I already, like, I was like... Okay, then, like, you know, what happened? And then she said, I politely declined and I accepted that. I, I don't know. These wordings are important because it did. Right. To me, I'm like, uh, where are we going? Well, you know, like. Yeah, I think one person's aggressive is another person's, like, flirty. Yeah, so that's the tough thing. I do. I mean, yeah, the longer makeout session thing, I think, is, like, relatively harmless. That passes my taste test yeah. as well. Okay. Because it's not like he was trying to escalate. No, he's just like, a make out. Yeah, right. he, yeah, he wasn't like, and I'm touching a titty. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but a few things happen that slow us down. We both go out of town. I have a friend visit me. My birthday is approaching, so I'm making plans and celebrating. I like how she's like, I've got a lot <laughs> in my plate. <laughs> my birthday's coming up. Oh, it's so busy. <laughs> All the friends are celebrating me and my birth. It's my birth month. Yeah. Um, and I happened to go on a few dates with someone else around the same time I met Nick. Okay. Things start really progressing with this other guy, and even though it's very early and non-exclusive, I start questioning how much I want to see Nick again. <laughs> Gary Bradshaw. <laughs> and then I got to thinking. <laughs> this, along with his prior aggressiveness, was actually part of the reason I had told him I wanted to take things slow, though I didn't specifically say there may end up being someone else, because how do you say that? But anyway... I don't think she has to. I don't I, think she I has think to either. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's sort of the nature of early in the game dating. But anyway, ultimately, Nick asks me out again, and I don't respond. Shitty on my part, I know, especially since I'm normally expert at the an expert at the thanks for hanging out, but dot, 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 text to avoid ghosting. Ten days after his last message asking me out again, and I was actually thinking to myself, oh, damn, I still need to write him back. Better do that. True, but I know the thought doesn't count in this instance. When he texts asking for an explanation right as I'm leaving for my birthday weekend. <laughs> he also sends a simultaneous Venmo request for $100 for half of the second date dinner before I'd even responded. Should we do those and then yeah. continue? I'll finish the, the email. Okay, so let's do the text. Okay, so this is September 27th. And this is him. Starts, yeah. Hey, hope your Monday is going well. Let me know if you want to hang out this week. Okay, nothing. Nothing. Now we're yes. at October so 7th. We're like 10... 10 days later? 10 more, days. More than, yeah, Whatever 10, 10 days. Okay. Yeah, we don't know the months. Yet. Hey. Well, well then I oh, then he Go says on. again, yeah. hey, I hope all is well. Not sure why I've been ghosted, but it would be helpful if you can at least let me know what I did wrong. Okay. So he texts, doesn't answer. 10 days later, he asks for some clarity. Mm -hmm. Hey, hope you're good too. You may not believe this because you ended up reaching out first, but I don't ghost and you didn't do anything wrong and I was actually about to text you because I know I left things hanging too long. The situation is that I happened to meet someone else at the very same time as you and things were very early, but ended up progressing quickly, which is why I took things a bit slowly with you, but also didn't know how to communicate this given how uncertain things were. I thought taking things slow would help not lead anyone on, but I know uh, it's nothing wrong you did at all, and I hope you understand that I didn't mean to leave you hanging as lo long as I did because you deserve an explanation. That's cool. Please complete my Venmo request. <laughs> Thanks. Aye. Okay. Um, so he's... I'm just going to 
Should we read her email, the email, and then finish the text? Yeah, yeah. read her email okay. first. I replied 10 minutes later and ended up accepting his Venmo request. Text screenshots included. Would love to hear your take because the whole thing left an icky taste in my mouth for my own ghosting, which I regret and isn't my usual MO to his seemingly punitive Venmo request as if I owed him either myself or money. Am I the fuckboy? Was completing his Venmo request an appropriate, oh no, my bad, or should my apology have been enough? Thanks. All right. So he says the thing about the Venmo request. Mm-hmm. And then she says, wow, okay. I didn't owe you a third date just because we both thought there'd be one, which I honestly did at that point. But feelings change and I'm sorry about that. But you did not buy, buy a guarantee on my time with that dinner. But since you're clearly upset and I, and I guess you think I took advantage of your generosity, despite my original offer to split it and my clear, genuine interest and attraction to you, no matter how it turned out, here you go. Take care. I just wanted the slightest amount of communication, but instead you actually took advantage of my time, and that's why I requested the Venmo for. I get that, which is why I apologized for not texting back and gave you the explanation, not excuse, you asked for. And obviously this means nothing now because you texted first and probably wouldn't believe me now. But like I said, I knew I left it too long, and I was actually about to write you because I do not ghost, and you deserved a more prompt response. But the Venmo request tied to you paying for the dinner set me off. Anyway, I'm sorry it even got to this point, and take care. He writes, good luck. Thumbs up. Emoji. I would say the only really annoying thing she does or keeps saying is that she didn't ghost. She doesn't ghost. When it's like, you ghosted. So, like... That's what speaks to If I were him, that would be... And I think he acted like a douchebag. Mm -hmm. I'm not, like, excusing him at all. I think that, like, the Venmo request is a very petty, very, like, sad man move. Mm-hmm. but yeah. she should stop saying I don't ghost because she ghosted. And to me, if I were him, that would be almost more annoying. Oh, I think that's, else. I mean, I, I, I agree. He's being <laughs> shitty. He's being, um, you know, childish, immature, all that stuff. But it was a response to, like, the order of things kind of matters. Like, right. I don't know how he would have acted if she had been, you got, we don't do this in 2021, and it, it is the most annoying part about kind of society today is people don't take the loss. Right. You got to take the loss. Neither of them are taking the loss. Neither of them are taking the loss. (laughs) That is, these are two people who don't want to admit any wrong. And she's like admitting wrong, but like when you start at, I don't go, well, you do. Right. You You did. It's not like it was like she didn't answer for a few hours. She didn't answer for 10 days. Yeah. That's ghosting. And maybe she was meaning to get to it and she totally forgot in his mind, that's not what happened. Right. You know, in his reality, and his reality is, were, you know, does deserve some respect in this scenario. Yeah. I, you know, and again, if I, I, we all react to ghosting in different ways. Like if someone didn't answer me for 10 days, I don't think I would write the text that he wrote. I don't think I would like need a follow-up. I would just go, I, I would, I, but maybe if I liked right. someone enough, I would. Maybe I don't know. it kept bothering you and you were kind of like, I just want to ask so I can stop thinking about it. Maybe he would ask. And I think it's fine that he the, his initial text is fine. What she should have said, and again, I find it annoying that she won't just been like, hey, I'm really sorry that I didn't Take answer. Take the loss. Yeah, I'm really sorry that I didn't answer you. I really hate ghosting, and it really annoys me that I did it because she did do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can see how that would be like, how you would find that kind of like a disrespectful thing. I, you know, I, I... She could either say that she started seeing someone else and she, I don't even know if that's necessary. Well, I think that's also a part yeah. of why he's asking for the Venmo request. Right. Like, like, like if I'm playing both sides here mm-hmm. and he is, 
He's the person that everyone would shit on at brunch. He mm-hmm. asked for the Venmo request, and yeah. no one usually sees these texts except us. Right. When I see her explaining another guy, like, I mean, she literally says to him, and, I, and I'm and i saying how he might be taking it. I'm not mm-hmm. saying he's right, but you have to understand this is a, you know, a communication thing. She says, I happened to meet someone else at the very same time as you, and things were, ve- were very early, or uh, things were very early, but ended up progressing quickly, so, you know, which is why right. I took things a bit slowly with you. So when you were paying for $200 meals, I was blowing this dude and I didn't feel good about blowing you too. And that's how it's, that's how I'm he's not reading saying, it. That's how he's reading it. So yeah. his uh, ego was hurt, which mm-hmm. that's, you know, he's a piece of shit for not being able to like eat it right, a little yeah. bit. But yeah. also you have to understand like, you know, we're all affected by language. We're all emotional people. We're all triggered ego by triggered. Things. Yeah, whatever. You obviously triggered him. So like the idea of like, like I don't, I don't agree with the Venmo request. I would hope I wouldn't do the same thing that I would get, wouldn't get this mad because he right. seems angry. But I would also not want to hear from someone. Yeah, everything was going that hot dude. He was able, you know, right. and especially yeah. things when this moved guy, pretty fast with the other guy. Yeah. That I, I went back to his apartment for the second date dinner. Yeah, but not yours. I loved so his meatballs. That's why there will be no third. I agree. I think her intention in the explanation was probably good, mm-hmm. but I would say to both of them. Sometimes you just have to take a loss and take the higher road, even if you think that the other person is... There's no win in this. You fucked up. You waited 10 days. You admitted you fucked up. And it's like, that's okay. So when you fuck up, you have to expect... You can't really expect a non-fucked up response. Vulnerability, empathy produces empathy and vulnerability. I do believe that. So like if she had came with, you know, I I really messed up. Right. I don't think she would have gotten the $100. But... Who knows? We don't. And if we'll she never did, know. it would have been. He would have actually been the villain totally. more so. And I think he still is kind of the villain because I do think again the Venmo request thing is like to me like a certain kind of guy does it. Yes, and it's like a guy that actually does think of things as very transactional, um, and like not necessarily not someone you really want to be with. But I also think that she's not. Yeah, it's Thanos dating Cruella Deville. They both have things that you could defend, but you know. Their upbringing wasn't great, and now they're this way. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. 
Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Let's do some uh, Sunday swiping scares. Okay. And everyone knows, here's a new game. We read you someone's prompt or we talk about, you know, their their bio and we say if we would swipe them left or right. Is that correct, Jordana? That's correct. I'll read the first one. Okay. This is a prompt on Hinge. What if I told you that my ex-girlfriend called me a sex machine? Well, her exact words were fucking tool, but I know what she meant. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of clever, but again, not the time or place for it. It's a good stand-up mm. joke. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I, I, it's maybe got it all it. there. Surprise, maybe. Yeah, this will be on my set. I don't think I would lead with that. It's like a little. I mean, I guess it's a joke, but it's like a little bit talking shit about your ex mm-hmm. and talking about sex. Yeah, and it's like you get you, you might get one swear a profile. Yeah. Like when you say, se- I mean, sex machine, you, you get like one on the edge. Right. When you go sex machine yeah. plus fucking tool. It's n- a lot. It's just a lot. I think I would be like, this person's a little much for me. It also makes kind of, I think when you do these things, you do have to have a sense of like, okay, if this person showed my pro- the profile, my profile to her best friend, mm. saying that we're going to go on a date, <laughs> like, would this give them pause? Even if they, even if you got past them, yeah, like, would they be embarrassed to show someone else your profile? I mean, yeah. The only way this works, and I guess this is a man that wrote this, is if he, he you know, some people put these things on purpose. So right. he is looking for a very specific response, which is like, "So you're really the sex machine?" Like, which right. you know what I mean? Like that is one road. He's like, you know, Do you think he's thought it through that far. It's, I think there's some people on dating apps that are only shooting for bullseyes. Right. And they're not looking to get, you know, all the outer ring of the dartboard. Of normals. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. Fair. All right. Let's do another. Okay. Someone writes, a non-negotiable is a successful, highly functional life partnership inspired by internalized responsibility. Too much for me. I don't even know what they're saying. Yeah. I'm like very confused. Gave me a headache. Yeah, I think I'm out just because, like, it, it's unclear. Yeah, I mean, even look at the first one, though. Like, everything is serious. Too many words, yeah. I mean, the, the above it, it says, in our big solid home, the fireplace cracks, we hold hands and look knowingly in the eyes as the great grandkids and family arrive at a grand luncheon. It's like, I'm already sleeping. Like, uh, <laughs> how about a drink? <laughs> like, this is... Yeah. yeah, it's too much. It's like you're looking to a connection. You're looking to like just like meet someone on these things. Like I think these apps would be so much better served. It was like, like I'm meeting you to maybe introduce you to five people or right. me, you know, because then maybe it would take pressure off of the whole thing. Like I'm going to bring you like five. Group date. Yeah, I don't know. Like yeah. uh, five, I'm going to bring you my, myself plus four pictures. Okay, seven, and as we discussed last Seven, <laughs> no, four, four friend pictures. Okay. Oh, you get to pick. In a hypothetical world, yeah. like, and then you go, I'm going to go on the date with you, or I'm going to introduce you to my one of the four friends. 
because I think they're a better match for you. I think I don't. I don't think anyone's ego will be would be able to handle, or the average person's ego wouldn't sure. be able to handle that. Maybe like we could handle it, not to pump no, ourselves yeah. up, but like I couldn't handle. I it. think you'd be yeah, like, oh, yeah. here's our, you know, pick which one you like, pick pick the hottest one. Yeah. We'll figure. We'll get you a date. No, but like, like, I, I, like I'm I'm the hottest I'm a, one would love that. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I may date you or I may fix you up. I don't know. Because when I read this, a successful functional life partnership, I'm like, you, like, it has right. to be this or nothing else. Yeah. This is like a, too intense for me. I agree. Yeah. Not my t- cup of tea. But uh, we did it. We did it again. We solved dating again. People, share, share, share. Send it to the group chat. I mean, we're back in the studio. We are at full locomotive speed. We're killing it. If I do say so myself, yes, it feels I good. It, it feels great. So uh, keep sending your emails, UUP at Betches.com. Also, December 8th, that's the live show. Get your tickets. Go now, go now, go now. Um, and we'll be back next episode. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Batches.